Welcome to the InsureTech Australia podcast. My name is Vanessa Dobson, and I'm part of the team who co-founded InsureTech Australia, a not-for-profit member association tasked with building a globally competitive InsureTech ecosystem. Today, I speak with three co-founders of one of the newest players in the Australian ecosystem, Mitty, an agency launched in October 2020. Dan Cummins, Meg Duckworth and Stephanie McRae share insights on their journey to date, plus why the relationship between risk management and insurance has taken their focus. Come join us. So hey Meg, Stephanie and Dan, it's great to have you with us here today. Thank you so much for coming along. Thanks Vanessa, it's good to be here. And as I mentioned earlier, this is the first time we've had three guests at the one time here at InsureTech Australia. So uh, we might be in for a little bit of a wild ride, but we can weather that, weather that I'm sure. So jumping into uh, your uh, story about your business, um, we know that Mitty is really very fresh off the blocks. And when many others bunkered down during the uncertainty that was 2020, uh, you chose to launch a new underwriting agency. And so perhaps if I can throw to you, Dan, you know, tell us why and how you came to be where you are now. Yeah, thanks, Vanessa. And uh, I, I guess looking back, people thought we were crazy uh, trying to launch a business in COVID. Um, but it initially started back in the end of 2019 where we're looking at technology to improve underwriting and what does that look like? And what we found in that research is one in 20 customers will have a claim for small business in the policy period. So I'd been thinking for a while, how do you help customers help themselves? How do you have a safer, better business? And from an insurance perspective, insurance is, you know, a stigma that, um, you know, only one in 20 customers is being used in the policy period. It's, an, it's a necessity, but how do we get more value out of that? So. I started to play with the idea of integrating risk management with insurance. And then what we found is by using that and looking to reward people that are proactive in risk management, we started to think about, well, how could we go about delivering and disrupting the insurance market? So at the start of 2020, we started to look at the three of us um, building a business and an underwriting agency, which is a little bit different. So, you know, one of the things that we thought about is, you know, adding the risk management uh, tools and, um, you know, support to prevent claims from happening in the first place. So not just being a capital provider. Um, so we worked like, uh, you know, during difficult times last year and we were remote as it is where the three of us are, um, uh, in different locations and Meg being in Melbourne and, and Stephanie and I in Sydney, we've been able to, um, you know, push through and, you know, build that. And so we're quite, happy when we launched at the back end of last year uh, our underwriting agency business and something different in the insurance market. Fantastic. And Stephanie, what problem does Mitty solve and who are your customers? Yeah, so in a world of increasing insurance premiums, Mitty is looking to reward customers who are proactive in risk management. At the same time, we want to help those businesses who either don't understand the benefits of risk management or are looking to improve. We want to make it easy for those customers to understand the risks they typically face as a business, provide them tools such as iAuditor or temperature sensors to help them manage their risk and provide insights on what they do. But ultimately, we want to reward them for it, not only through more stable insurance premiums, but with improved products, 
services, customer satisfaction and profitability. Fantastic. And then off the back of that, Meg, um, in what ways do Mitty's customers determine what you and your team do each day? The customers are a really important piece to our puzzle. Um, and if we look back at what Dan mentioned about the one in 20 customers uh, ever having a claim in their policy period, we want to make sure that the customers are getting value in their insurance and constantly. So they're always back of mind of everything we do. Uh, given the environment that we are currently in and the difficult nature of what we went through last year, we know that small businesses, for them to get the most out of their expenses and doing more with less is really important because a lot of them have been cutting corners and insurance is one of those things. Uh, risk management is always at the forefront of any discussion um, and is very prevalent in any boardroom or management meeting going to date and going forward. So during the research phase and uh, constantly, we're always asking our customers and looking for ways um, to help them. And we know that they're wanting to, to get a step ahead. We know that they need data that works for them and to be able to implement processes to manage those risks to ultimately get value out of what they do. By using uh, tech and data, we know that it allows businesses to focus on the key areas of risk within their business and give them oversight of what's happening within it. So we're helping them reduce the likelihood of them ever having to make a claim but also mitigate those of the uninsured losses that will impact on their bottom line. So it's really important as brokers and customers navigate uh, the hard market that we're going through now and who knows how much longer into the future. Rewarding the customers for their proactiveness is really a driving force for that. We want to turn the purpose of insurance on its head. We know that the, some of it's the insurance is some of many tasteful losses of few, so everyone should get value out of it regardless of if they make a claim or not. Um, and I guess one last thing, um, we know we're not going to be all things to all people, but by engaging with us and undertaking regular inspections, be it the tools that we provide or the resources that we provide, it will show our willingness to be able to help the customers at their, not only their time of need, but throughout their um, engagement with us. Yeah, such an important point there around uh, how your customers do want to be a step ahead. Uh, they generally do want greater use of data as in bringing about insights, um, improved processes, uh, fantastic point to be made there. Um, okay, and so when we're talking about uh, obviously setting up your new business and you guys obviously coming together as a team, uh, when we consider partnerships, um, many would understand the importance of partnering in order to deliver value. Uh, and despite Mitty's relative youth, uh, you seem to have nabbed a couple of top-notch partners. Um, and specifically, I'm talking about QBE Ventures and Safety Culture. So for Mitty, what has relationship building looked like? And what qualities do you value most in your partners? Perhaps I could throw to you, Dan. Thanks, Vanessa. I, I think you're right. <clears throat> and, um, yeah, we, we've got a lot of discussion around nabbing two notable uh, partners in safety culture and QB ventures, which have both been extremely important to our business. But I think like any other insurer tech and small business starting out, I think partnerships are really important. 
Um, and, you know, we, we initially and purposefully went about how do we find partners that are mutually beneficial where the value to the customer is going to extend? So we were thinking about how do we participate in an ecosystem and how do we add value in an ecosystem and, and really align to a, ourselves with people that can add value to the chain and, and also um, support the customer and what we're trying to do. So when you heard Meg talk earlier about MIDI's a tech-led data-driven business, you got nothing more notable than you know a large Australian uh, in, and global uh, general insurer than QBE, and you know you know safety culture in itself uh, with the world's most downloaded app for checks in the iAuditor app. So, in terms of partnerships for us, we're looking for someone that's <clears throat> mutually beneficial, uh, adding value to the customer that's going to align with our brand. Uh, and when I say by brand is you know, we really want to disrupt the insurance market. So when we pitched this to the group CEO of QBE um, and the CEO of Safety Culture, it's more around, you know, we, we want to prevent claims from happening. We want to help customers have more than just insurance. Um, and in reality, we want to try and give them risk management support and they get insurance for free. Um, so there, there's those type of things that we look for. Um, and it's not about owning the ecosystem for us. It's about participating. So we've been... You know, in the short time we've been up and running the back end of last year, we've had a, a number of other partners that have explored working with us. And I think it's really important that we find partners that's going to add value to the customer e- ecosystem, but also um, align with some of the support is how do we help small business be a safer, better business? And how do we make sure that they have the right tools, the right support and the right information just to get on and run their business? Yeah, thank you. That's insightful and uh, great to hear that there are other partnerships uh, in, in the making for Mishy. That's awesome. So, Stephanie, uh, recently I read and it, w- it was an opinion piece uh, which stated that insurance customers don't shop around. And I wondered if this is bad news for challenges such as yourselves. Yeah, I think uh, customers, no matter what the product, are always going to choose a brand that they know and trust. Um, that's a challenge for all new companies initially, and, and it's definitely something we've experienced. But at the same time, we've really seen customers come and, and go with Mitty in the end for their insurance if they if they can see the benefits in the long and the short term. Um, and that's either, that's either through like better customer service, an easier quoting experience, better policy coverage, or simply that they can get more bang for their buck. Um, and these are all typically errors that a large traditional insurer are too slow to react to. So for a challenger brand, it's really important to understand what their differentiator is and make it such a compelling case that it's kind of a no-brainer for the customer. For Midi, what we really focus on is our value prop. So we really want to look at how we can improve risk management in our business. And that's where we really focus on driving and differentiation, sorry, differentiating ourselves from our competitors in the market. Okay. And then on this journey, uh, there would have been some key lessons learned, I, I'm sure and possibly some advice ignored. Uh, so, Dan, is there anything you would not do again? Uh, yeah, Vanessa, I think there's a, there's a bit I wouldn't do again. I think um, I talk about us as a, a startup business, as the prickly teenager trying to stand on their own two feet, you know, with, you know, looking at some partnerships and support. We've been doing that. I think, you know, we, we, we were able to, Build a quote buying business in 132 days. We're able to get into market quite quickly. I think the the stuff that I wouldn't do again um, 
is probably around, you know, taking a bit of time to think about what is it that we're going to need, you know, three to five years. I think one of the things I was taught early on is if I'm not embarrassed by what I get into market for the MVP, I've probably waited too long. Um, so I'm definitely embarrassed by some of the early iterations that we had. Um, and there's probably, you know, I probably waited too long um, to start integrating and automating some of the um, tech with the quote and bind experience. So if I had my time again, I would have done that. Most definitely. Mm. I'm intrigued by the analogy of the prickly teenager trying to stand on its own two feet. Uh, teenagers usually have a reputation for not taking advice. Uh, was there any advice that that was ignored in, in your journey? Yeah, I, I think, and, and, you know, I think I, I need to call out since joining InsureTech Australia, the community has been so helpful and always willing to provide support. So, you know, that that's a massive thank you to, to you and the team, um, Rita and, and Ewan, that was uh, initially on board. Um, in terms of advice ignored, we, we often look at, you know, we got, you know, told early on this is going to take 12 months, you're going to need an experienced team, you're going to need 15 to 20 people, um, and, you know, you're probably going to need, you know, $6 million. Um, so to do the quote and buying platform, you know, uh, predominantly, uh, in 132 days, just over a hundred grand with three of us looking at it. And, you know, I, I think both Stephanie, uh, Stephanie and Megan have done a, an awesome job at pushing some of that config and getting the product up and into market so quickly is probably something that we ignored and we continue to, I guess, surprise people, not only, uh, in the, our partnerships that we've got, but in the market, um, by, you know, three people uh, starting an underwriting agency in COVID, disrupting the market for small business. I often tell people, Vanessa, I promise the next underwriting agency I set up, I'll know what I'm doing. Um, so there's plenty of uh, things that we've ignored as the prickly teenager, but there's plenty of advice that we continue to take on board. We've got great access to the CEO of Safety Culture, Luke Lanier, um, the QBE um, Venture CEO, James Orchard, uh, and there's other people that are mentors to the three of us in the industry that are really helping us shape this business. So that's whilst we are a prickly teenager, we are absorbing and, and learning from so many people before us and, and learning about how we can build this business, not just to be you know, a small business. We, we want to disrupt the market. We want to change the way insurance is done. That's a great ambition to have. And uh, we, I'm sure we're all in agreement that insurance does need to change. Uh, but that's really insightful about the advice and uh, obviously some well-intentioned advice can cause some constraints about around how we uh, make decisions or move forward. Uh, it seems that you guys are, are pushing those boundaries somewhat and that's, that's encouraging to hear. Um, and just outside of the three of you, um, who else forms that sort of uh, mitty circle yeah, I think there's the, the three of us that started it uh, and have been running for predominantly a large chunk of the last year. We then started uh, and got a product manager on board, started to get some developers working with us to build out our product um, and how we design it. So we've now built a small team that has you know a number of people wear a number of hats, as I'm sure many of the listeners uh, experience themselves as a small insurer tech startup business. So... You know, we probably rely on, you know, a core group of small people um, outside of us. 
we're conscious that as we need to expand and scale our business, we'll need to expand and grow as a business and start recruiting for people um, and experience in the areas that we need. So I think one of the things that we've done quite purposefully, Vanessa, is you know we, we've got high achievers, high performers with high learning agility that can, you know, learn multiple hats as or wear multiple hats as we start. And I think that's shown a lot of discretionary effort. It's probably got us into the position we have through, um, you know, the back end of the pandemic. You know, I often share with both, um, you know, James Orchard, the CEO of Ventures at QBE and, and Luke Yanir, there's something about giving young talent uh, a go and there's something about giving with the right framework and supporting them well, obviously relish and here's a perfect example where both Stephanie and Megan have really excelled in starting their own business um, and you know I'm just loving being a part of the ride and enjoying the journey That's wonderful to hear really exciting and uh, Meg perhaps a question for you now uh, around Mitty's mission which I've understood to be um about reimagining the relationship between risk and insurance. Is Mitty where you imagined it could be? Uh, and then some is probably a short, quick answer to that. Um, you mentioned before how insurance needs to change and the way we're reimagining the relationship between risk and insurance is exactly that. I mean, you look at the way that insurance has traditionally been done for small businesses where um, each of them are categorised under a standard ANSI code and it, it is absolutely regardless of the way the business is run, managed or the exposure is impacting them. At the end of the day, each individual business is different. So the way that we're approaching it is um, asking ourselves the question, where are they getting the value? Where's the reward for them and how can we change the perception of insurance to come at the this sounds quite directive, but how can we come to the customer with a carrot and not a stick and really reward them for doing that? And when you look at the way that reimagining is happening, we're looking beyond just that code information that insurers will look at and delve deeper into what contributes part of the, the customer's story of their business. So when I spoke before about data and risk, the data itself tells us that a well-risk-managed business is going to be a better insurance customer at the end of the day. But the construction, occupation, protection and exposures can only tell us half that story. So when we use that data and tech, we're able to identify and underwrite based on the culture and behaviour of those managing the risk, specifically by conducting regular inspections. So we can see how they're identifying, how they're managing and then how they're ultimately mitigating those risks within the business. And given the year that we've just been through, um, businesses have got a multitude of pressures that they're trying to deal with and one of them being the financial stress and more often than not the insurance costs, the insurance renewal premium that's going to come across their debts is the last thing that they'll want to pay. So how can we provide small businesses with the tools and the data to be on top of their game and provide that stability and premium year on year to help their budgeting needs? So when you look back at it, we're not only changing the relationship between the risks and insurance, but we're turning people's perception on insurance on its head completely. So as I said at the start, um, MITI is where we imagined it to be uh, 18 months ago when we started this and then some. 
we've still got big ambitions and still big goals where we want to take this business. So all I can say is, yes, watch this space. Yeah, fantastic. And I'm hoping that in another year's time you'll come back on this podcast we can we can touch base on where where things have jumped to next uh, I think that's a really valid point too around the financial um, impact on small businesses and the uh, tools that they could have to make sure that the stability of premium is in place uh, I think it's just a really fundamental need and so great to hear that that you and your team are attempting to address that um, data-driven tech-driven all sounds fantastic. Okay, and then uh, Stephanie, um, in terms of establishing MIDI, what have you been most grateful for? Yeah, I can only speak for myself, but uh, for me, it's really the opportunity the opportunity to try and learn new things uh, across a different range of functions. Coming from a large organisation like QE, you don't get that chance to be exposed to finance while being an underwriter or, you know, HR while, you know, doing doing legal so being across all those different functions gave me a real sense of what it takes to run a business in the insurance world yeah hugely diverse uh range of skills you'd be picking up now yeah it's fantastic and how about dan and meg are there other things that you would add to that list of yeah Yeah, I, th- I think, thanks, Vanessa. Um, you know, I think Stephanie's articulated quite well about learning new things, but I think for me, I'm grateful for the opportunity really to disrupt the insurance market and really have a crack at, you know, change the way insurance is done. And I think that's what drives me when you look at, you know, the stigma of insurance and having been in insurance for a long time, I still go to barbecues with friends and family and, and you know, cop, cop the grief around insurance and, you know, the perception of insurance. So, I think there's an opportunity for us to change that perception and really add value and try and help small businesses thrive. Um, and to do that, we're using tech and data. So, yeah, that's that's what I'm grateful for. Yeah, those barbecue conversations are always fun when you're in insurance, I think. <laughs> and Mick, how about you? No, it's kind of hard to shortlist it, but I guess uh, the customers, what we've built, it's resonating with them. And it's largely come down to the Success to where we are today, um, to be able to see the tangible benefits that they are getting out of the product that we're providing is so exciting and really strives us to, to do better. Um, and I guess one other one, which I'm sure I can speak on behalf of uh, Jan and Stephanie, is last year, 2020, was a year that everyone will want to put to bed and not ever speak about again. But we are really proud of what we created in 2020 and um, it's something, it's the year that we brought our company to life. So um, I don't think we will ever forget uh, 2020 for the good reasons at the end of the day. Awesome. That's really positive to hear because, uh, yeah, in the midst of all of that, to have, have a good news story is fantastic. And what I've uh, enjoyed hearing from each of you is how uh, your you have designed your approach with the customer at the centre. Essentially, you've recognised a need, uh, and you're you're trying you're attempting to meet that need uh, in a smart way. So, um, well done, uh, and I'm I'll be excited to hear more about where Midi heads in, in the coming months and, and years. Thank you for being our guests with us today. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks so much. 
From all the team at InsureTech Australia, thank you for joining our conversation today. We have yet another interesting guest sharing with us next month. Catch you then.